Today's guest is Jonathan Gehring of John Gehring VoiceOvers. We will discuss about the world in which we don't know and who to trust. He also studies media management at Syracuse University and is interested in the concepts of social media management and verifying real information. We also touch on entrepreneurship as well as he is the owner of his own voiceover business. Give a warm welcome to ever-blessed Jonathan Gehring. There we go. Hello, Jasmine. Hi there. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good afternoon. How are you? Oh, uh, fantastic. Knowing that I am speaking to another VOA. <laughs> yes, that is right. I've looked through your uh, I looked through all your samples and stuff oh, on your gosh, website. Don't don't even because it's not good. Pa- it paints a probably not a, a pretty uh, dreary picture, I'm guessing, because uh, no. quite <laughs> quite no, nervous. You sound good. <laughs> I'm quite nervous to it. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having <laughs> me on this. The podcast is a lot of fun too. I don't know if I stack up to all the other entrepreneurs and stuff you had. Oh, no. The last lady you had on from like Yahoo Finance was like, oh no, I'm not even close, but oh, you know okay. what? Everybody's different, right? Yeah, for sure. And that's why I try to I keep it in the mix. You know, everybody has their own little uh, drum to, to dance to. So uh, I give the floor to whomever and I appreciate everyone because it's like I'm learning so much and I didn't even anticipate to even be a podcaster. It just kind of fell in my lap, so say, being a VOA. So and I noticed oh, like wow. I was I was looking at some of your um Wow your voiceovers for radio stations. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, this is pretty cool. I get to talk yeah. to this guy. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. I that's that's really what I love to do is radio and you know commercials. But yeah, you got to do everything. So a little bit everything, you know? Yeah. So what is like what is your passion or niche? It just seems like you you have a very versatile voice. So it could be anywhere. Like, but what is your niche that you see yourself maybe uh just kind of sticking to it and, uh, you know, being more involved in. Do you know exactly? Yeah, I would say radio imaging, like in between songs, um, branding a station, whether it be like an alternative station or a top 40 station. That's where I've just seen the most success. And it seems that's like what comes most naturally to me, um, where it's just it's one of those things where I get a radio imaging gig and i think oh good like this this is yeah. right in my wheelhouse i'm really enjoying this that's awesome now what type of mic you use because i might have to spruce mine up a bit now <laughs> I'm, I'm using my uh re20 um which is a it's a pretty much a mic that's pretty standard in a lot of radio stations at least around here in the new york area okay. um but i know there's a lot of different it's it's what you call a dynamic mic i know a lot of voiceover people use um condensers uh it's all just a matter of your sound i think th- this type of mic is great for broadcasting but a condenser mic might be better for like other kind of vo work i was actually turned on to asmr by oh, listening yeah, to yeah. another podcast and they were like saying uh we're giving shout outs to this this woman she is uh she does asmr and i'm like what the heck is that i've like yeah. i i know i'm old but i'm like i'm not that old i like <sighs> to learn different things and there and my guest was like oh my god i could just see you doing it i'm like what the heck is it and it's like 
you have to have that voice, you know, like that really whispery. And then um, doing to me, this sounds like someone who's doing sound effects. And I think I guess, you know, you're probably more uh, familiar with it. But I was like, this is a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really bizarre. I mean, I could never do it. I don't have that like calming of a voice, but it's just like, you know, I want you to listen to me and take yes. deep breaths. And it's like, whoa, like that is <laughs> not my strength, but it is, it can be really relaxing and just, you could kind of meditate to it. Yeah. That's, I did what? a, I did a voiceover for my cousin. She's a holistic therapist and she's oh. like, do the meditation, breathe in, yeah, hold, breathe out. And I'm like, I could do that, but I'm like, ASMR is a whole different level, but yeah. Right. What was your question, sir? Wait, uh, what what kind of mic are you using there? Oh God, I don't know. Some generic brand. Oh, just a generic one. Yeah, I see the the <laughs> pop filter on it. <laughs> yeah, you can see it. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, but it's the so the the recordings that you've heard, they were a combination of my smartphone because I didn't have a microphone at the time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and then the other ones, which more have more clarity to it, is this one. It's called it. I. I I'm sorry. I just don't, I don't know. Well, it was like, okay. I could get one of those. It was like one of those uh, started kick pack packages. It got the headphones. You got the stand, you know, yeah. the extended arm. And I was like, I'm just going for it and just do it. Um, it was my birthday gift to me. I was like, you know what? I've been wanting to yeah. do this for so long. So um, better, you know, some people bloom early and I bloomed pretty late. I would say that's, <laughs> that's right on time. <laughs> yeah. Right on time for me. But they're like, but I have, um, I've learned so much. And on top of that, I've, I would have never thought that I'm doing video editing and I'm doing all this other crazy stuff. I love technology. So this was like an extra step for me to just like, I'm all in, let's do yeah. this. But, uh, it would be great to be paid for it though. That's the, that's the, that's the catch. <laughs> yeah, that is key, but you know, you network enough and that's, that's really the key and, and you could get there. You yeah, definitely sure. can get there. Absolutely. So enough about me. So, yeah, I was watching some of your videos as well as listening to some of your audio demos. And um, I'd love to know exactly what got you into the voiceovering industry. Like, there's so many reasons why. Um, but I would love to get to know exactly what started your journey in regards to the voiceovering industry. Well, you're right. There's there's a lot of reason, Jasmine. And and first of all, thanks so much for having me. Um, I love Noise Palooza,ion and it's a it's a great um, platform that you have here for entrepreneurs and all sorts of just fascinating people from all over the place. You don't yeah. you don't discriminate. You you let everybody come on. So I appreciate it. it's an honor being on here with you. Um, and yeah, voiceover for me was mostly just a side hustle, a, a cool little thing as a radio personality as I was in college and then graduating college, realizing that that industry wasn't the most stable and that a lot of radio stations were cutting back and a lot of them were deciding that they were going to syndicate a lot and not have as much of that local talent. I thought, oh no, I could be out of a job any day here. So I decided I better do something about that. And I, and I was thinking, I was like, well, what, what am I good at? And you know, I'm not good at a whole lot. Um, so I decided, well, the one thing I can do is talk. Um, so maybe <laughs> I could be a voiceover professional. And that's that's what I've been able to do. And 
um, while I still work in radio and I, I haven't lost that job yet. So that's a wonderful thing. I do voiceovers now, actually, you know, almost full time and, and I'm loving every minute of it because of the flexibility, all those great things about working from home and working on your own schedule that everybody always talks about. So really, I got into it because of the radio industry, you know, struggling a little bit and me seeing that as kind of a backup plan. And it's gone from just a backup plan to being really something that I love in my life that I can't really imagine myself without. And it's really one of my favorite things to do now. Yeah. I, I think that's, um, that's an awesome like foundation that you are, you are originally already involved in dealing with radio in college and, yeah, I think that has happened to a lot of people, especially around this time. That side gig, that side hustle during the pandemic was like, oh, you know, just to just for supplemental income, just to kind of like make sure that I don't get caught in between a rock and a hard place when it comes when the, the so-called caca hits the fan scenario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah. And so like for me how my journey started and i don't think i even expressed this on my podcast because i didn't have a, a voiceover as one of my mm -hmm. guests so i get to share this little juicy detail yeah <laughs> sure yeah i can't wait to hear it too i know you're like wait that was it okay wait that was just like false advertisement no anyways <laughs> <laughs> but um how it all started is that at a young age i i really liked to sing and uh, I always considered a voice as a, a an instrument. And as I got older, uh, I loved just different levels of pitches, especially when I was listening to people talk. It kind of brought me into the idea. I was like, I can do that. Or I love doing character voices for my kids when mm. I was reading stories for them during story time. And I would always do the little squeaky high voice for this for the little chickmunk or the different types of characteristics. And the, my kids would just giggle and laugh. It's like, oh my gosh, do that one more time. I love it. I love it. So, so I would have that deep voice for whatever and uh, the different characters. And I was like, you know what? I really enjoyed it. And it, just, it kind of brought back nostalgia memories as I started getting into it more and researching as to becoming a voiceover artist. And I'm like, uh, like I said, with the ASMR, this is actually a thing. And I'm like, this right. I, what I've um, and I've come across a couple of people when I say I'm a voiceover, they didn't even understand what that meant. And I'm like, no. do you even do you listen to commercials? Do, have you ever like uh, listened to uh, someone who's doing a narration for a movie or doing the uh, translation for foreign films into English, that voice you hear is a voiceover artist. And you're like, I never thought that that was yeah. actually, I'm like, it blows people's minds. So um, I was a first and second soprano singer. And my mother was like, you know what? I'm done with you doing the shower singing scenario. I'm going to have <laughs> you get involved in singing a, uh, for her wedding. So I was able to do a solo quartet uh, and sing for her wedding as she walked down the aisle. And uh, that was the first time I ever actually sung in front of an audience. And me being an introvert, I was like sweating mm, serious yeah. bullets. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, as time went by, um, with different types of jobs, I've always found a way to, to 
continue to use my voice either through um, poetry or I was a singing bartender in a moment. So, um, but then people kept asking for a business card. Do you do venues? Do you do this? Do you do that? I'm like, I have no, I no. <laughs> Why would I? I? I just never thought that was something you could do. Um, but as time went by and now I'm in my forties, I was like, you know what? Uh, yeah, I think I need to, to actually get involved with something I really enjoy doing enough of this humdrum sitting behind a desk and just like punch in punch out scenario. I'm done with that. I've dealt with that for 20, 30 some years of my life. I want to do something I really enjoy doing. So long story short, uh, here I am a year later and uh, I think by the first week that I originally set up my online account as a voiceover artist, I had like three or four projects. And I was like, whoa, this is some, this is some big money in here. Good start. Yeah. <laughs> Good start. Sure. Good start. So, um, but yeah, I just, I want to know more. I want to absorb almost as much information from whoever is in this industry and uh, maybe bounce off some ideas and uh, share this journey because now I have someone who has a very like-minded industry and who enjoys what they do. And uh, I want to pick your brains some more. So the listeners get to know a little bit more who John is. So absolutely. um, Yeah. So how did you continue to learn in order to stay on top of things uh, within being a voiceover artist? Well, I think I did exactly what we're doing now. and I continue to do it. Um, Networking with other voiceover artists is so important. And, and to the point that you brought up, the fact, the reason we call ourselves voiceover artists is because it is art, which means that there's not one way to do it. Um, there's not a right and a wrong necessarily. I mean, there are more effective tactics, but it's not like um, other professions like building buildings where you better do it right or else you know your ceiling's going to fall on your head. The voiceover industry is much different. There's different flavors. That's the way it's been described to me. So you know, I could be a strawberry, and you could be a, I don't know what's your favorite ice cream flavor. You know, you could be anything. Um, everybody's a different flavor, and and so it's not necessarily a competition of well, which voiceover actor can get to the top. It's, it's more of how can we best service our clients so that they get what they want uh, and what they need. And, and sometimes that means, you know, not taking the job that they propose and referring them to somebody who you think would be better for that job. Um, so I think that's, that's a really important thing to remember is just networking with other voice actors and reading, of course, reading about the industry, listening to podcasts about the industry, learning new skills, because it's not just voice, you know, your voice, although that's a critical part of being a voiceover actor, obviously, but it's also your editing skills. Um, it's also the way you create the content. Um, if you put video together, if you put a, your voice with music and sound effects, those skills um, and that creative mind that we all have to have as voice people, that's an important skill to maintain too. So it's doing all of those things. And then of course, trying to keep up with the work as well and just <laughs> and keeping the clients as happy as they can be and just always give them, you know, hopefully even more than they ask for and just keep them coming back. And, and that's what keeps your business sustainable. And, mm-hmm. and so far I'm, I'm proud of what I've, I've done, but of course there's, there's always room for improvement and room for growth. And that's why I'm happy to be talking with you too, because 
you know, just another person who loves the industry, um, who I'm sure you have a lot of uh, great insight to share too. I, well, I hope so. As we, as we continue on this conversation, I think I didn't ask you exactly how, when did you start getting more involved and in, uh, cause I know you said in college, you, you started with the radio, um, and it kind of gradually grew into a full-time business as a voiceover artist. When, how long, I guess, how long have you been in the industry? I've, I've, I guess you would say I've been in the industry for over four years now, um, just as far as recording voiceovers on the side um, and getting paid for it. I guess if, if that's, you know, that that's being in the industry, I've been in the industry for more than four years. And, and I started by in college, actually, as I was getting close to graduating, I started a Fiverr gig, um, which is one way that I still get a lot of uh, voiceover clients through Fiverr, um, which has an interesting reputation. But I, I think it can be a good platform <laughs> in, in some cases. And uh, that's how I really started as a side job. And now it's it's really grown into something a little bit bigger than that. And so now I'd say for the last six months to a year, I've been able to really, really focus a lot more attention on it and, and grow it even more. But, but like you, I'm, I'm still a, a little bit newer at this too. So still absorbing yeah. and always learning. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've connected with people who've, who have been in this business for 20, 30, 40 years. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, uh, here are these gods and goddesses that I have to look up to for inspiration. Yep. Uh, so that's a, that's a long haul for, uh, you know, for a lot of people who've been in this probably since they themselves were teenagers or even child stars. Cause I know that some, some people have been in this business because it was part of their family growing, growing yeah. up as that is. So they were pretty much hand hand delivered of these talents that were just enriched already embedded in their their quality and their in the way of living so for me it's like wow you know i want a piece of that so but yeah. one of the things that i i have been struggling with and i think that's probably something that i just need to get around and just go directly into the storm of fiverr because fiverr has been combative in every way possible without like how do i even do this like this is like even if this is off the record i'm like how the heck do i find any business through there because me i've tried it and there's like people lowballing me people are yeah. saying oh you know five dollars for fifty thousand words uh audiobook <laughs> and i'm being i'm being facetious but it's it's pretty close yeah. to that and it's almost embarrassing and it is somewhat a disrespectful way like how dare you but how do i identify myself to my customers my worth especially from fiverr and it, like you said like the little uh scenario that's i think that's not that many people are aware of that this little uh behind the scenes on the fiverr situation um i think they were merging with someone else or they were going through mm. some type of i'm not sure exactly what was the articles that i read about fiverr but um but just all in all, as dealing with websites and platforms that focus on voiceover industry, it's a hard it's a hard road. Uh, and but you have to like dig your heels into it and be dedicated in getting yourself out there. And it's like a, it's dedication, like hardcore dedication, ride or die situation. 
um, sink or swim, especially with even being in New York. That's literally if you can't if you can't uh, make it in New York, you can't make it anywhere like like anywhere else. Yeah. Like like the same thing with the voiceover industry. If you can't dish it out with people you know, all those virtual doors being slammed on you with the opportunities that you have, knowing that you are able to do that. But uh, like I said, everybody has their niche in um, the types of voice levels or um, experiences and skills. And like you said, also to have under the belt, it's beneficial. I think a requirement to have the skills of being a creator of, you know, video editing and, yeah. you know, finding ways to put music in the background. I have learned that through this in the last year, I've never done this in my whole life. It was a sink or swim situation, trial and error. Dig your heels into it. If that's a passion you want to do, go for it, you know? And um, now can you tell me about a voice job? You know, speaking of jobs, when you had the most difficulty you probably had a couple of them, but yeah, well, you know, I, I'll tell you one that's, um, I guess not very legitimate because I didn't end up doing it. Um, it was kind of impossible, in fact, because you talk about Fiverr. Fiverr is a very interesting place. And <laughs> I had a, a potential client come to me on Fiverr who was in a complete you know, he was just in a panic because he didn't know what to do. He needed this voiceover fast. And he messaged me and he said, I, I need this voiceover. It's it's about 10 minutes long for a YouTube video and I need it in the next five minutes, please. Can you do that for me? And I said, sir, I, I, I <laughs> that's, that's kind of impossible to do a 10 minute voiceover in five minutes. But <laughs> regardless, um, I didn't end up doing that one. I, I think the most challenging projects for me are the ones, although that is an extreme case where most people aren't that you know, kind of absent-minded um, about the common sense of, of voiceover that it takes time to actually do and that it's, we do have value as, as voice people. Um, but the, the idea that some of the Fiverr clients, and I guess clients in general, are very demanding as far as what they want their turnaround time to be. Um, that's that's something that's been the most challenging for me. So I, I would say that the most challenging project I've ever worked on as a voiceover artist is with a couple of clients who were very upset if they didn't get their projects delivered back to them within eight to 10 hours, um, which became difficult as they were in different time zones. And sometimes I would get it at you know 11 p.m. and I'd be sleeping and then I'd get another message as I was waking up at 7 a.m. like, sir, 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 have you done it yet? Have you done it yet? I'm like, bro, I just woke up. Like, come on. So the, that's been the most challenging thing for me. Obviously, voice people have different answers to that. Um, scripts with very difficult uh, pronunciations are always challenging. Uh, mm -hmm. But what I've found is that I'm I'm willing to go above and beyond just naturally for for clients who are grateful, who are understanding of how much effort it does take to voice and then also edit and produce uh, what we do, that I'll go the extra mile for them and look up pronunciations and make sure I get it right and even do multiple takes for them. Um, but then it's those clients who are really demanding and they want everything right here and right now. And they don't understand that we're actually people with lives and, you know, we have this talent that's, that's worth something. Um, mm -hmm. Those are the clients that are more frustrating and, and those are the ones that are just hard to deal with in general. And that's definitely the hardest projects I've ever had is working with those types of people. Yeah. 
it was a, a very hardcore in your face realization that uh, I wasn't superwoman, even though I wanted to be um, <laughs> one of the, one of the things that I had difficulty with, was a job. Uh, they wanted me to pronounce Arabic. Um, so I had to do the research and they actually sent over their audio pronunciation. So I had to make sure that I did the proper, you know, enunciating of different, mm-hmm. I, you know, accents in each word. Um, and I've done a variety of other like YouTube channels where I'd literally, like you said, do the research on how to pronunciate different, uh, different types of accents. Specifically, I had one YouTube, they wanted me to pronounce something in Russian, German, mm-hmm. French, Italian, and, um, and then try to make it sound beautiful, which that you could probably look it up on my uh, website that that was one of the ones that I did with Putin <laughs> or the one with the, the, the top 10 millionaires or whichever like that. That was yeah, like yeah, one yeah. of the, yeah. So I had to pronunciate and I didn't even know how to say, say Jeff, uh, Bezos name I kept saying Bezos Bezos <laughs> like like yeah. kisses like Bezos Bezos yeah <laughs> mm. but he's like I was just had to keep oh my god I just I have to completely delete that and just start all over again but yeah it takes time it's research it's dedication you want quality quantity you know you have to look at quali- quality over over quantity mm-hmm. um quality is like the is it's literally your 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 um reputation is on the line yeah so dedication yeah. is on the line your determination your rapport is on the line so when someone says that they want a 10 minute <laughs> that and i've i've heard instances like that like uh and i've i've worked with other clients who were in india uh which are actually very very awesome people but yeah, the time sure. zone is like I I give them a window of 24 because yeah. within that eight, there's some eight hour in there that's doable for me to complete what yep. you want me to do. <laughs> then there's another where you're sleeping, right? Yes, so then, yes. you know, you can't always have, and that's, that's up to them to plan ahead. Right. But no, you, you may, you bring up a good point. Cause I just focused on the negative there, but I've run, I've met some people um, from different time zones who are just wonderful people and they're so much fun to work with. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, thank you for sharing that because I mean, they just uh, there's some people who just don't understand how much it goes into being a voice person. So, like, what is the biggest surprise you've had in the last few months, and why? I you know I you probably are with some. Uh, let me see if I can put this in a correct way. Uh, do you have any projects coming up? Do you have anything that you'd like to share with the rest of the listeners? Like, we want to listen to you. We want to see you in action. Like, where are the places that we can find this information? Or uh, what types of projects are you have that are coming up that I would love to share? Well, I'm I'm actually I'm doing this really cool um, commercial campaign for 
um, Chevrolet, which Ooh. is uh, it, it's not unfortunately it's not going to air here locally. Uh, it's actually going to air in Brazil, uh, but they're doing a campaign that I'm really happy to be a part of because um, it's actually a campaign to raise awareness for the hearing impaired since that community is growing and it's it's really big down there in Brazil. Um, and Chevrolet is doing some some cool stuff um, in that community. So I've, I've been the voice of that, the campaign of their commercials down there. So, you know, nice. different continent and everything, but still a really cool opportunity that I've loved working uh, with with a large company it's kind of difficult it's different than your everyday um, you know content creators that that we do voiceovers for um, there's a lot of like red tape to cut through and like well let me ask this person who's the manager of this person it's just kind of crazy but it's still a lot of fun and, and the most important thing is that it's it's something that's a good cause um, I, I just finished an audiobook as well um, it was a book um, I'm, a, I'm a Christian and it was a book about um, how it's important to draw closer to God. And, and that to me was more fulfilling than um, any other project that I've really done just because it aligned with my values. And, and anybody can read words on a page, right? But, but when you actually care about what you're reading, um, it shows. It, it really does. You can mm-hmm. tell uh, because anybody can read words in, in their own you know mundane way. But when you actually put your heart and your soul into it, it makes a difference. And I've gotten some good feedback on both that audiobook and although it hasn't been rolled out yet, this uh, current ad campaign for the hearing impaired in Brazil that Chevrolet is doing um, that I'm really excited about. So those are the two main things, but always looking for other things too. Um, oh, and yeah. of course I do, I do just like you said, I do a lot of those YouTube video voiceovers for people too. So I think we've probably done a lot of the same type of work and, and it's all, it's all fun in its own way. You learn a lot too, from, from a lot of these projects You're it's kind of just like reading for pleasure, but you're reading it out loud and you're getting paid for it. So, mm-hmm. so that is a nice thing about voiceover and, um, I'm just really excited. Now, what about you? Are there any projects that you're working on right now that are <laughs> super exciting? Uh, yes, actually. Um, I believe in January we're going to start off, but there's a gentleman here. He does videography. He also does, he created this, uh, I think it's kind of like dealing with the, the background history of where I reside. It's a, I live in Greenville, Texas, and he is a videographer. He brings out his drone. He does all this beautiful, you know, above head, um, clips and creates all these beautiful i think he's also a photographer as well because he deals with wedding venues and all of that so he wants me to be the voiceover for his videos and um i i can't remember how we met up but it was just um yeah i connected him through dm on facebook and i said i love your take on the city and it makes me even more prouder to be here living in Texas because ironically Greenville Texas was the city that I pointed out on the map just randomly I was like I'm getting out of Wisconsin I'm done oh wow (laughs) and I just moved a thousand miles to Texas and Greenville was the spot that I picked Um, so being here for I think about six and a half years or so and his perspective on in bringing out the the I know it's kind of a shady but yet uh, a bittersweet history of Texas in general, but Greenville yeah. especially. Um, we 
had cotton fields out here and it was a it was kind of like the heart of transportations through railroad for cotton picking um so there's a little uh, dark history in regards to it but the way he brings it out it it's it's so um inspiring that even though we come from that we have grown to diverse in culture community and uh so i wanted to be part of that so that's the that's the whole that's exciting that's, that's yeah. really cool yeah and i think there's another one too i i, I am one of the voices of a wwe video game so oh, yeah yeah so you probably heard that one <laughs> that, and that's uh that's different <laughs> so yeah. it shows you the divide diversification of your voice where you could do something very serious and then something very fun and i guess yeah. light-hearted right so it's good to have both of those exactly but anyways yeah i'm super excited about that i cannot wait to meet this gentleman but thank you for asking absolutely yeah, that's great it's good to know what other actors are doing as well because you know <laughs> it's just so cool how many different projects are possible because you didn't even think like you just mentioned asmr earlier like somebody has to do that <laughs> somebody yeah. actually a voice person actually does that and it's just amazing how you know when people think of voiceover they probably think oh you, you're the guy who does the commercials on tv or whatever but that's only such a small minute part of our whole industry that's just so wide-ranging we're just everywhere it's crazy yes. yeah we're, we're everywhere but nowhere because it seems <laughs> like we're we're in the back you know behind that that green curtain we're like in the like the the wizard of oz scenario like we're the voice behind yep. And nobody right. knows what we look like. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, good point. So, like, what is the best uh, piece of advice you've received? Like, I think maybe even uh, maybe even a mentor or a good friend or someone just who was an inspiration. Like, like I had mentioned that the gods and goddesses of the industry. Um, but what best piece of advice ha have you received? Well, the, the, my mentor um, and good friend, his name is Mark Erickson, and he's the owner of, of his business, which he calls Ranger Sound. Um, he, he once told me, and he's really taught me how to do this, to, to stay in touch with everyone. Um, and, and that's not only from a business perspective, but it's rewarding in, as an individual too, um, to make, make friends in, inside and outside the industry and just keep connected with people. Mm -hmm. and, and that's, that's uh, great advice and pretty simple advice, but we often don't do it. We often, you know, do a project for somebody and then six months will go by and they, they've totally forgotten about us. We may have even forgotten about them, but just following up with people and, and getting, having excuses to reach out, you know, if, if you can add value to them somehow, even though they're not paying you at that moment. If you can send them an article that might be, they might want to read, you know, that kind of thing is staying in touch with people. That's the best form of advice that I've ever received. And, and one of the ways to, to do that is, you know, obviously through, through email, I just try to email people, you know, I just email my clients, Hey, how's it going? Um, you know, not like begging for work or anything, but just trying to, develop a relationship with them and continue that relationship because that's important. It benefits you 
professionally because oftentimes you are the person they think of next when it's time to do a voice project and and they'll probably reach back out to you. It increases your um, retention rate, so to speak, as a voiceover artist. But at the same time, even if they never have another voice project ever again in their lives, um, you've, you've made a connection personally. And I, I truly believe, especially nowadays, that talking with people is just good for us. It just is. Mm-hmm. And and that's a really important thing. And it's it's just a great piece of advice that I've implemented. And I've I don't know if I've really gotten any work from it, but I've noticed is that I've been able to gather more information for my own, you know, knowledge, getting a more diverse array of perspectives and just stay in touch with as many people as you possibly can. That was, that was the best thing I, I ever started doing. Yes. That's very imperative. I mean, to keep the rapport with the current client, uh, a previous client, a prospective client, or just mm-hmm. somebody who wants to, you can pass along to uh, refer as a reference because uh I don't, I've learned a long time, never burn bridges. Right. You never know when you have to cross back over that bridge. And it's going to be yeah. something that's, it doesn't always have to be like, oh, a pride, prideful thing, but it's, it's almost like you have to appreciate that you don't get to where you go without having people there to support you or to just say, hey, that's the direction you need to go. Or that's not the direction you need to go. I mean, it's, I've learned that, uh, and I, I, you know what, you just kind of brought that, brought this up to, to the idea that I need to actually reach out to some of my clients. Shame on me. So I'm glad you actually shared this because well, we all <laughs> do so it. True. We but, all do it. And I've found that I, I will always forget to reach out to my clients no matter what, unless I actually have my spreadsheet and I go through mm-hmm. once a week and I say, you know, I just try to organize it, even though I'm a terribly disorganized person. I, I organize my clients and I say, oh, I haven't contacted them in two months. I guess I, I'm going to send an email and just, you know, ask them how's it going or send them an article that I thought was interesting. So mm-hmm. yeah, we, we all do it. There's, hey, there's no shame, but, but yeah, I definitely recommend uh, reaching back out to them and, and just checking in. Yeah. That's great. Great insight information. Very, very resourceful. You helped me. If you're not going to help anyone else, thank you so much for. <laughs> well, good. You're, you're, my, you're my little uh, cricket, my cricket of conscience here. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I know that one of the things that you also are involved as well. I mean, outside of this, your voiceovering business, you study media management. Uh, so I wanted to also kind of hit that side if you had a moment. I know we're, we're past our 30 minutes, but like I said, there's so much information that we, yeah. you know, and I love to share this with the listeners. And um, can you tell me, because uh, I know I, I was watching your Facebook voiceovering, that two minute and 29 second Facebook video on YouTube in regards to the different types of social medias specifically like dealing with people of disabilities, like 1.1% are only being acknowledged on these on the Facebook after doing some type of analysis and database research on the the social media websites. Um, But I guess you could probably even touch more on that for me if you like to hit on that subject. I, I think that's, I'm also a graduate student at, at Newhouse at Syracuse University. And and that's just something that 
um, studying media management is so good for my voiceover business because it, it helps me to you know, be able to run the business professionally, but it's also just such a powerful, um, the, the curriculum that I'm learning is just so powerful in many ways, because like that, I did a project, um, where I actually put a video together and, and did every, all the legwork behind it. It was quite the, even though it was only a two and a half minute final product, it was, it was a lot of research and a lot of work. And, and it just turns out that in advertising, um, some people are so underrepresented and it's so sad to see that, you know, all of our, our Instagram perfect looking models that are, you know, all filtered and all makeup and everything. They're the ones who are, are getting the advertisements. Whereas the average Joe, you know, we, we don't get that kind of attention in advertisements. So I, I was doing a project on that and that's, that's what we're, we're learning in, in um, my graduate program right now is just how to increase the genuineness of, um, advertising and I guess the voiceover and media production, I guess I would say in general and how important it is to have representation from all sorts of different groups of people. And just for the sake of, of all of our mental health, because that takes a toll on us when we see people that don't look like us, they look, you know, perfect, so to speak, but you know, they're really not, you know, there's a lot of fake things going on. So the importance of representation and now a really big trend in our, our society is, is that people want genuine people, you know, people mm -hmm. don't want that perfectly dressed, perfect makeup and everything. People just want to see people who resemble themselves. And I think more than ever, we need that right now. And and that's what I've been studying and, and how to exactly add that genuineness in um, in all the content that I create. And for us voiceover, maybe it's it's being a little less polished, which seems kind of counterintuitive, but maybe that, you know, just a little less polished uh, on the way we talk and in the sentences that we form that can create a more relatable um, image to our listeners, our viewers. And I think that's beneficial. We are wanting to see people at their raw, you know, yeah. messy hair, you know, blemishes, you know, the curvatures, the, the, the contour of normal human bodies and, and the struggles that go along as, as being a human, you know, we have emotions, we have actual real life situations and scenarios. How do we deal with that? How do we handle that? Who are the, the true friends and who are those uh, who are just uh, there for the season? So yeah, a lot of stuff is uh, a lot of the things that really are more beneficial than the materialistic things of life that, that the different trends that were going on at the time. So yeah, for sure. For sure. I love Very that. True. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, that's, that's a really powerful thing that I think is relevant to all of our industries, you know, no matter what we're in, it's important to be genuine. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Now, did you have anything else you'd like to share with the listeners? If I've missed anything, uh, I guess it may be in closing or some uh, afterthought. Well, I would just say um, to wrap up, I would just say that it's really important whether you're a voice actor or whatever you are to just follow that passion. And that doesn't always mean, you know, quit your job and because you got to be smart. <laughs> you know, you can't be you can't be stupid. You can't. I, I know people who've dropped everything and, and just become full time voice actors right away. And, and 
they've made it work. But, you know, in my case, that that wasn't what I did. And I, I don't think that's very I don't think that's the best way to go. I think since it's such a slow start when you're building up your client base and you're probably not making a lot of money in that first couple of years or so that you're doing voiceover. Um, I think it's best to still have that other job. But then again, that doesn't mean you should back down on on pursuing that goal at all. Um, you should go right in for it. Um, you should do what you need to do to support yourself and your family and everything, but just go for it because you will be rewarded. It, it's it, it's tempting to give up early on because it's like, oh my gosh, these people on Fiverr are driving me crazy <laughs> again, you know, but you will. And, and it multiplies once you find those clients that you like, and this goes for anything, not just voiceover, it does multiply because they keep coming back to you and then they refer you to other people. And it, it just grows. It just grows. It really does. So just focus on the quality over the quantity as you made that great point of just, you know, your reputation's always on the line every time you open that mic. So, so really just make sure you're producing the highest quality. So people go back to you and, and then it's just a waiting game. Eventually people will, you know, they will come back to you and, and just follow up with them and everything. And, and pursue your passion. I mean, I don't mean to sound like I'm trying to give some motivational speech, but it's just so true because for yeah. me, I'm happier than I ever have been right now. And a lot of that is just due to the fact that I just decided to go for it and I'm still not where I want to be yet, but I'm, you know, definitely doing what I love. And that's, that's the important thing. Just exactly. go for it. Exactly. Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful closing. Now, um, last but not least, of course, we would like to have the listeners know exactly where they can find you. So what, what places we can, you could share of like social media or your website. Yeah. Well, if you don't mind, I'll just, I'll quickly share jonathangaring.com, which is my website. And that's where you can find samples and everything. And that's uh, my email is also up there. My business email is john at jonathangaring.com. Um, and my social media, you could uh, check it out on Twitter at uh, John Gehring VO or um, on Facebook as well, John Gehring VO. So that's uh where I post some projects that I've been doing and would love to get in touch with you. You know, if you're a voice actor and you just want to bounce ideas off, that's great. If you have a need for a voice or whatever, and you want a young, young male sounding voice, that's great as well. Or I can hopefully refer to you to somebody, you know, who's, who's good for your project as well. Um, but regardless, yeah, if you'd like to get in touch, I'm here for you. And as you could probably tell by listening to this podcast, I talk a lot. So yes. uh, I, Oh, did I, oh! I said that out loud. I'm so sorry. Yes. No. No. Not at all. Keep. No. I'm. I'm, I'm kidding. I, I'm only kidding. But me too. I, yeah. The point is, I like to talk, and and I love to listen to other perspectives and just be be friends with people. I'm not, you know, really trying to sell things. <laughs> no, I mean, I know no. I'm supposed. To- supposed to kind of do that too but you know yeah I, I really would love to get in touch with with anybody yeah for sure so no i prefer you to talk because that <laughs> has less for me less to, to talk and there you go so yeah it's a win-win situation of course absolutely so. <laughs> yep, you got that right well it's been an honor john i appreciate your time thank you so much again for um just you know, hitting me up on this because I I would have never thought that I would be the person that you would go to. Enjoy this moment of uh, our journeys past uh, crossing each other, and to be um, you know just inspirational for 
for all things to come. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Jasmine. And let me know if you need anything in your, in your past too. We can yes. always bounce ideas <laughs> off, you know, because two experiences are better than one. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, have a wonderful weekend. Thanks so much. This was a lot of fun. Let's stay yes. in touch too. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm on Twitter too. So I'm going to, I'm going to look for you. I think I probably even already have you on there. So yeah, for sure. Awesome. I'll look for you as well. Great. Yes, sir. Awesome. Thank you, Jasmine. You Thank have a wonderful you. weekend. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Noise Palooza Zion podcast. If you're wanting to share or follow, I am on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, or website jasminecastillovoice.com. Show your love on any of the podcasts that does reviews, like Apple or Spotify. Thank you so much. Stay tuned for the next episode every Friday.